Hi and welcome to another episode of the Big W Podcast. Today I'll introduce you to Hamish McGuinness. Now you've seen Hamish if you've been watching our games during the year. I'll tell you what his role is very, very shortly. Our thanks to our podcast partners, including, of course, our major sponsor, the CB Motor Group. The Bland family have been involved in this football club for many, many years, and it's terrific to still have them on board. The CB Motor Group, uh, check out uh, all the details on their website. Uh, Avalon Airport, of course, a terrific place uh, to start your holiday. Your next holiday starts there in the car park there, less hassle, less time doing all those fidgety things you have to do when you go on holidays and arrive at the airport. You don't have to do them for as long at Avalon. Uh, terrific to have them on board. Matchworks. Now, Matchworks have been one of our sponsors for a number of years now. They're, of course, a community-based uh, employment service, a not-for-profit organisation who specialise in uh, diverse workplaces. So, uh, Check out their website and all these, uh, all our sponsors, of course. Just jump on the uh, the Werribee Footy Club website, uh, click on the sponsors list, and you can go down there and see the people that support us. And we hope that you'll support them, uh, including, of course, uh, visit Werribee, uh, which is such an important part of our city. And we like to think that our football club is one of the major attractions of the city. But there's also things like, you know, the Werribee Zoo uh, and the mansion and uh, the winery and uh, and down to the marina. There's uh, great things uh, in this. City. City, so take advantage of them. And we thank uh, all our su- sponsors uh, for their great support of our football club. Let's get to the details of uh, this podcast. And Hamish McGinnis joins me now. Hamish is our runner. So you've seen him out on the ground uh, during uh, what's been a terrific season for the club so far. He's also our player development manager. What does that mean? What does that role encompass? Well, let's find out. Hamish, welcome to the Big W Podcast. Great to have you on the show. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Great to be on. Mate, you've been around the club for a long time now, and I was thinking today, what what role did you start at the club doing? Great question. I started as the uh, community development manager back in 2019. We around this this sort of time, well, probably June or so. Yep. Yeah, so I started three days a week as the community manager, and then, yeah, through all the trials and tribulations of a global pandemic, and the senior coach going to the AFL and the footy manager leaving, I somehow wound up as the player development manager yeah. that I am now. So there you are. Um, and uh, my memory is back in that early part when you first started, you were still playing MO footy then. I was. I actually, I tore my ACL, I reckon. I was actually going in for ACL surgery when Mark Penalina texted me and said, we want to offer you the job. So that's about as far as my, my playing career and the ammos went. Unfortunately, I missed Premiership in 20, 2019 with the Uni Blues, but um, no, nah, very happy to be uh, on the other side of the fence these days. So, player development manager, tell us exactly what that role entails. And I know your job description because it was probably written by the CEO is about four hundred pages long. So let's sco- <laughs> let's scope it down a bit. <laughs> what does it actually mean? Yeah, it's uh, so my role is essentially to to get our, our younger players, our under twenty two players. Um, up to speed as quickly as possible and develop them into um, the strongest VFL players that they can be um, really as soon as they can, um, as soon as they walk in the door. But then, you know, also to develop uh, the players that 
have been in the system um, for a bit longer and, and to focus on their areas for improvement. But um, yeah, realistically, my big focus, I look at it, it's the, the first to third under 22 players and getting them used to playing VFL footy and, and the lifestyle and the um, the demands that come with that, I think. It really is. It's a massive jump, probably a bigger jump than most people recognise between that NAB League and community footy, footy and VFL. And so, yeah, my job is to support them in that transition and help them become the best players and people they can be. Hamish, you mentioned what a big jump it is. It's a big jump physically, but it's also an incredible jump mentally. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, the speed of the game itself and and the, the speed that you have to make decisions um, on the field is, is incredibly challenging for players. I think that's that's the thing that they always notice in their first few games is just how quick it is. And then um, I think a big part of also my role is is helping our younger players to understand the way that we want to play um, and give them the ability to recognise moments in the game where we want to take control and play in our way and then also the skill set to be able to um, play in the way that we want to play. So... Yeah, it's a big challenge for them coming into the program. You've got you've got two young men who come uh, from uh, TAC Cup programs or, or Coats Higher, as it's called now, from suburban footy, from country footy. They've all got different. Uh, they all come from different backgrounds. Is that a, is that a hard kind of program to, to set down uh, to cover all those areas? Uh, yes, yes, and no. I think um, I think the, the the diverse nature of it actually um, breeds quite a. A nice sort of culture. It's like you know, there's lots of different guys from all kinds of footballing and life backgrounds, but um, you know, they all come together for, for that one purpose. And um, you know, it's probably guys that off the field may not have been mates, maybe in different social circles. But it's great to see, you know, those guys from different levels, different um, parts of the world, different parts of life um, coming together and and becoming one under the banner of the Ruby Footy Club. So. Um, it can be challenging, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's, the, the main thing is just having good quality people um, who want to get the best out of themselves. And I think for the most part, they're the types of individuals we, that we recruit. So yeah, in many ways, my job's pretty easy. When you get them into the program and they're signed, they're on the list. Uh, so player A, B and C turn up. Uh, they don't get a game uh, in the senior, so they have to go back and play local footy. Um, uh, take us through how, how that kind of plays out for, for each individual player. Yeah, so each, each player comes in um, usually with that footballing background um, at a local level or, or NAB League, as you said. But um, individually, it's really based on where they want to play, uh, where they may have grown up playing. Um, for guys in Geelong, it's usually the club that they've come through with um, or even Melbourne-based guys. But I guess, um, you know, those ones that may move from interstate, it's um, connecting them with different uh, clubs through our own networks and then allowing them um, to to sort of make the decision on what's best for them. So, yeah, it's a very uh, unique situation, I guess, in the sport landscape where it's like we've, we've got one, one team playing on a Saturday and that's our, our 23 that run out there in the VFL. And then we look down the list and we have sort of, you know, 15 guys playing across, you know, six different leagues and 12 different teams. And um, yeah, so it's quite unique. How do you uh, how do you monitor that? How do you keep a, a, abreast of that? So yeah, we're we're pretty lucky. I think now we've got um, you know the stats and vision through Premier Data, which are an organisation that that provide um, that information 
on a weekly basis uh, online. So we're able to access all the players' um, games. And within that, we can access their individual clips. So we get sort of a six, seven, depending on how many times you touch the ball, six, seven-minute video um, of all the times that they're involved in the game. So we get that. We get their statistics. um, And then we connect with their local coaches and get some feedback. So um, although most of the time we're not able to be there in person, we feel as though, um, you know, that vision – those stats, the local coaches' feedback, and then, of course, the individual players' feedback on their own game provides us with um, as good a picture as we can of the way that they performed in that game. So, um, yeah, it's something I really try and pride ourselves on at the club, and we try and evaluate um, our guys playing at local level in the exact same way that we would um, our VFL guys and provide the same level of feedback, if not more, and support to those guys playing at that level. It's a tricky one, though, isn't it? Because, I mean, they're on a Werribee list. They want to play for Werribee, but then they're off playing for Yarraville Seddon Eagles or Sebastopol or, you know, Geelong West or wherever it, it happens to be. So there's a kind of bit of, uh, I, I, I assume, mental anguish there that they we, we have to deal with as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's my hat's off to those boys to have the, the resilience um, and the drive to, you know, train with us from November all the way through, learn our systems, become part of our team. And, you know, I can imagine for those guys, those young guys who then look up at round one and they're, you know, getting changed in the rooms down at a local club and sort of thinking, geez, what, what did I kind of do that for? So I think, yeah, there, there is obviously um, that challenge that, that comes with it. But um, on the flip side of the coin, I'm really proud of the way that our guys go about it and really um, proud of the the professional nature that they do it in that it doesn't matter where they're strapping up and going out on the field that, that they're wherever you player and they play in the way that we want to play and, and the way that makes themselves um, proud so yeah it's something that I think is, uh, is, is a challenge to them but my hat's off to them in, in the way that they hold themselves week in week out at that level you mentioned six leagues. I think there's 30 or 40-odd clubs that we're involved with um, that, that uh, have uh, access to our players if they're not in our senior team. We've only used 36 players, I think it is, for the season so far. So there's been a, a fair amount of, uh, of traffic going uh, up and down between uh, our club and, and other clubs. The relationship between the Werribee Footy Club and those those country clubs and suburban clubs, uh, obviously that's pivotal to, to, to all this as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm, again, it's, we're really lucky to have um, great coaches and, and great sort of footy administrators at those local clubs that, that we connect with. And, um, yeah, but they are fully supportive of, of our program and the way that we want to play. And anything we kind of ask them in terms of a, a position we want our player to play or um, something, we an, an objective we might want to have them for the weekend, they're just like, yep, absolutely, whatever you need. So, look, we're super lucky to have um, yeah, great guys to work with. And um, yeah, it's, it's really nice, I think, from, from our perspective as well, the fact that we can bring a player like Jack Riding um, into our program, has a full preseason, earns himself some VFL games, and then goes back to VFL level. And, um, you know, Brendan McCartney just said this morning that he's really proud of the player he's becoming. And I think from our point of view, I'm, I'm proud of the way that our club can then support um, these guys playing at local level. and to have a great product for their local clubs to, to really rip the rewards off. They get back a better player. I mean, a better human being, a bit a better footballer as much as anything else if you want to break it down just to just to that part of the uh, the scenario. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's what we'd hope. I mean, yeah, for for those guys, for those clubs, I'm sure there's times where they're sitting around up there, say, going, "Oh, damn, I really wish he didn't that bloke didn't go up to VFL level." Because yeah, nine times out of ten, they're probably in the top three players they have available to pick from. So yeah, I think on the on the way back, it's, it's good to give them um, not only a good player but a really good person when, you know, you send back, that's another great bit of feedback you get from coaches is that, you know, their effort, attitude and intent is, is top notch. And yeah, another thing that just makes me really proud about um, the boys that we do have at the club. And those relationships obviously help build uh, recruiting uh, uh, relationships that, that go into the future because they see, you know, how well, um, you know, Billy Bloggs is treated by the club and how, how much better a player comes back. So they're quite happy to put players up, I guess, for the future. Yeah, absolutely. It's a two-way street. I think, um, you know, for the majority of, of, of VFL players, they, at the end of their career, probably do go back and play um, some local footy at that tail end. So I think local clubs understand that, um, you know, if we can have that great two-way relationship that, um, you know, whether a player has a one-year career in the VFL or they have a you know, 10-year career that at some stage they're going to get a chance to get that player back and, and be able to reap the rewards of that. Um, Hamish, your, part of your other role is uh, to be the, the match day runner. How does uh, how does that fit in? How do you work that into your agenda? <laughs> yeah, it's um, one I've really enjoyed this year. It's a good good place to be out on the field and um, pretty engaging. But uh, how do I work it in? I guess I need to stay relatively fit and um, just be – be ready to get out there in the boots on on Saturday. So, yeah, it's, it's probably one that I, I actually really enjoy it, and um, yeah, it's a, a good part of the role. Does it give you a greater understanding of what the you know the, the messages that are coming from the coaches, which helps you and your relationship with the players when you when you're dealing with them? You know, some of those players that you run out and give messages to, who might be going back to local footy um, uh, the following week because of whatever reason. Yeah, absolutely. I think 100. percent It gives you great contextual understanding um, of the players' experiences that they're, yeah, of course, the messages they're getting from the coaches, but then just to be out there when things are, A, either going their way or, B, not going their way, you can really, um, you know, see it on their faces, see it in their body language and the way that they're playing. And so um, it can kind of help you pick up on those little, those guys that may not be feeling themselves or um, maybe going through a bit of a slump in form and, and really help them to, to find that again. So, yeah, it's, it's about as close as you can get to, to the footy without actually getting your hands on the pill. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the planning uh, heading forward into, into next year, is that already something that you're working on with, with the players that are on the, currently on the list? Because one of the things that have been obviously one of the reasons for the, the success of this year is how we've kept this group of players together for, for the last couple of years and into this year. Uh, we're reaping the benefits of that. Obviously, it's a club they want to be at, um, but have you already started kind of uh, – uh, planning for, you know, ahead of this season? Yeah, absolutely. I think from from a performance point of view, you know, we don't want to look too far past um, this weekend, but I guess in my role it's pretty unique and I need to kind of have that one eye to the future and I think probably more of the perspective around, okay, how, how are we supporting um, those guys who may not have been picked yet at VFL level and, and how they're feeling and um, all the effort and energy that they've put into to this season and you know, for a lot of them at times, at the moment, it can be really challenging to keep that those motivation levels going. But um, 
Yeah, for me, it's especially just reminding those guys that, that it can happen super quick and, and looking at stories throughout footy, you know, that are just littered with the Marlin pickets and um, yeah. and like that can that can really show that, that, that their moment can come at any time and that they need to be ready. And then, yeah, again, supporting them to understand that, um, you know, for guys like Tom Gribble, guys like Don Brew, guys like Michael Sotomarco, and they can all speak to it, that, for them, it wasn't just, you know, rock up at the Ruby Footy Club and I'm playing VFL from day dot. You know, those guys were in and out of sides, uh, playing development league um, and understanding that that trajectory isn't always just linear. So, yeah, 100%, mate, I think you know, we don't want to look too far past this week. But for me, um, it's definitely something in supporting our players um, into the future and giving them um, the best support network to stick around at the club going into next year. You mentioned being ready to go when you get your chance. That uh, that is the one thing that's very obvious about the what what has been one of the great improvements is that the the players we bring into the side, the debutants we've had, particularly this year, uh, they're ready to go. Uh, it's not like they you know they walk in and go, oh, what's going on here? They they know what they need to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think from um, you know our perspective from the coaching staff going into this season, a, a big focus was that game education piece and. And giving our players the knowledge and skills to know um, what to do um, at what stage in the game, um, and and the way that we want to play. So I think, yeah, we've we've seen some great steps forward in um, you know clarity around what those individual roles are on game day and how those individual roles feed into the way that we want to play as a collective. So yeah, it's it's, it's really positive to see um, those guys just just coming in and, and doing a job and yeah, reaping the rewards of that. Hamish, when we have things like the footy development day that we had during the last school holidays, and we'll probably have another one during the, the school holidays that come up in September, what what sort of advice are you giving to the young players coming through about what they what they need to do, what they need to work on, uh, the areas that they need to be good at to, to be able to play at the, that VFL level, let alone AFL level? Uh, it's a good question. It's um, yeah, we'll definitely be doing it again next Friday, Kev. So if you're listening, <laughs> sign your young kids up for that one coming up, but um. Yeah, I think from my perspective, it's really about just that fundamental skill set, like kick, mark, handle, um, and giving them little games and activities um, and things that they can do with their mates at home that are really just as long as they are doing that high repetition. It's like that's the skill set that they're, they're going to build. And I think that's probably one, one thing I took away from Choco in my time working with him at wherever he was that, you know, if you look at the way that he coaches, he's not well, he actually does do some weird things, but he's not, you know, breaking any records and, and, and doing anything over the top, but he just, just hammers home the fundamentals. And for those kids, it's kick, mark, handball, and trying to make that as fun as possible and just ensuring that they, you know, can recognise footy as something fun that they can do on, you know, a beautiful winter's night. I'm looking out tonight just to get out and, and have a kick with their mates and understand maybe one or two things that they can apply um, and just to build those fundamental skills, mate, simple as that. Yep. Yeah, it is. It, uh, the basics, uh, it all comes back down to that in the end, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like if I look at the the way that we structure up those that, that holiday development program for the, the, the juniors there, it's pretty similar to the way that we structure our craft program at VFL. So, you know, the, the fundamentals of the game don't really change no matter what level you're at. Yeah. 
Good on you, Hamish. Thanks so much for your time, mate, uh, and uh, no telling worries, us yeah. about the development program. It's uh, obviously a really important part of, uh, of the football club, and uh, we're reaping the rewards of having a, a very good one and, uh, and run very well by yourself. So good on you, mate. Well done. Appreciate it, Kev. Thanks for having me, mate. Well, thanks to Hamish for his time and uh, keep up the good work with the club, Hamish. It's uh, terrific to have you on board in the, in the many roles that you cover, like so many of our staff who cover multiple uh, tasking uh, throughout their employment with the footy club. Thanks again to our podcast partners, CB Motors, Visit Werribee, Avalon Airport, best place to start your holiday, and Matchworks. All the details, of course, in the sponsor section of our website. All the details you need to know about what's coming up at the club, uh, match days. We've got a big one coming up against Collingwood, uh, all on our social media platforms, so make sure you follow those and keep following uh, the boys. Going very well at the moment. We're just keeping a lid on it, but uh, we'll let that lid uh, burst off anytime soon, and you'll be part of it when it happens. Thanks for listening to the Big W Podcast and go the Werribee Tigers. Where the Tigers born.